In this episode, we interview Millie Gallagher, the winner of the Binnacle Boss competition. Today on the Reach Your Potential podcast, I've got with me Millie Gallagher from Unity College. How are you going, Millie? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. And thank you very much for giving up your time. Um, for those who don't know and those who haven't been following the Binnacle Boss competition, Millie is actually our winner for our inaugural competition in 2020. So first of all, congratulations. And yeah, how has things been since um, that announcement? Gosh, it's been a bit crazy, not going to lie there. had a product shoot yesterday with a friend just to get all that ready and in order. So I've been pretty busy. No, that's awesome. And and we definitely threw a little um, local journalism story from the Sunny Coast Daily the day after the announcement. Um, how did that go? Oh, that was probably a bit scary. It was my first interaction with media there. So it was a bit of a shock. No, awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, it's good to probably explore the different avenues out there and obviously we've got digital publications we've got social media channels we've got podcasts is sort of the new flavor of the month so there's yeah a range of different ways we can get our brand and our message across so and that's probably the part of this podcast we'll sort of unpack the journey of where you are currently we'll talk about your kook dreams and we'll talk about the unique name as well um, the reasons for that and then yeah just sort of unpacking what you've got in the in store for the future with this business and potentially other businesses and other interactions so I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, awesome. All right, we'll, we'll kick it off. Um, do you care to introduce yourself, name, age, school, um, and a little bit of kook dreams, and we'll go from there? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Millie Gallagher. I'm 16, and I'm from Unity College. And kook dreams is just my umbrella company that I use in order to sell all of my creations. Yeah, awesome. And and tell us about what what is kook dreams. Where's the name come from first? <laughs> Uh, the name is a bit of a funny story. So my personal background is I actually moved over to Australia when I was 10 from Malaysia and yeah. before that the UK. So I'm an immigrant over here. And obviously I moved to a surf town. One of the new um, words that I heard a lot was kook, which obviously was used in a bit of a derogatory manner if someone right. could surf very well. But I know I just saw it as someone that was always sort of getting up and trying. We're actually pretty resilient people, even if they weren't the best. And we're really just out there having fun. And it really resonated with me. So I know I suppose the general name, just kook dreams, comes from that thing of you don't necessarily need to be professional in order to enjoy it and be good at it. And then the dreams was uh, the 13 year old me realizing I couldn't spell and spelled it with a double E instead of an EA on my business cards that I got printed. And then I just never changed it. Yeah, I like it. And you just stuck with it. Yeah. It's good to be unique. You got to stand out in and amongst the the plethora of other businesses out there. So, yeah, no, well done for sticking at it. And sort of, yeah, I watched your the trailer and obviously I wasn't part of the judging, but I've seen your application. I've seen the business pitch um, and the uniqueness of that business pitch. Um, you mentioned in the business pitch that you started your first business at 13 and was, was that Kook Dreams? That was sort of when yeah. it kicked off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in um, when I was 13, I actually moved to four different schools that year just because um, my dad's job moved around. So I won the schools that I was at down in Melbourne. I didn't really want to make a ton of friends and I just decided, okay, I'm just going to go to this random textile club that's there. Bear in mind, prior to that, I'd never sold or created anything day in my life. I was just doing whatever. And I just really, really enjoyed it. I found that it was a great outlet for me to create what I wanted. So it started with making custom bags and orders. And then recently, obviously my new product. Yeah. Awesome. 
And so, yeah, you've mentioned the, the story of Kirk Dreams. I, I definitely like it. Surf Town, Unity College, for those who don't know, is at Caloundra. Um, obviously a fantastic part of the Sunshine Coast and the Queensland. And, yeah, a perfect time, perfect weather. It's spring, it's summer, it's getting warmer, the waves are getting better. Um, but, yeah, I love to spend a bit of family time up there. Um, good spot of the world. Um, yeah, what made you get into the biodegradable plant business? Um, and where, where do you see the sort of the gaps in the market in that industry? Yeah, um, that it was pretty much by accident, really. Mum was doing some gardening and obviously I was helping her, you know, I was pretty bad at the whole gardening thing. So I was just taking the plants out of their little containers. Then I started making just stacks them and I realized, gosh, there are a lot of them. And then I guess it just sort of grew from there organically that I was making little pencil cases and pots to put things in. There I was, hold on a minute, I could just use this and put it, plant in it, and then that's it done. I've just been in development ever since. Yeah, that's awesome. And and did you do a bit of research as well around the the damages and the concerns around um, obviously the plastics, you know, getting into our environment and those types of things? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I did a lot of research just online, looking at documentaries. I can't even count the amount that I've watched <laughs> at this point. But also, you only really needed to look outside. I mean, I was going along for walks on the beaches and I'm seeing all the little microplastics. And I just really wanted to make a bit of a contribution to protect that. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose that's the probably the, the way our younger generation are now thinking they're now and probably more mindful around their impact in the wider environment. And I, I definitely think that's a Gen Y and Gen Z sort of type of behaviour. Um, and, and I take my hat off for, for, you know, playing your part in society and making it, you know, a cleaner and safer and a happier place. Mm-hmm. Um, do you care to dive into sort of kook dreams and um, the business pitch itself and sort of tell us from start to finish what that looks like? Yeah, sure. So it was actually a complete accident that I even heard about Binnacle Boss. It was a complete fluke. Awesome. Me and my friend were actually pitching a different business for an urban farm at our school. We yep. were going to run to, um, let's say, Jill Myers. And she'd actually mentioned it because she had her um, certificate business class going into it. And she knew that obviously I had my own business and she just mentioned it to me. So I went from there with it. And I definitely had a lot of fun with my pitch. I cannot lie there. The blooper reels I've got of me just breaking out <laughs> scene where I just could not string a sentence together. Um, but yeah, it was just a really fun experience. No, that's awesome. And sort of in terms of the actual products that you're selling, what is, so how do you get the material? I know you've, you've mentioned in your, in your application, very good for the wider audience to see what you, what the actually you know the process is from you know getting the material, purchasing it, um, sewing, which I'm terrible at, you know, putting it together, and then you know um, taking that next step further and sort of yeah putting it into our plants and those types of things. Yeah, um, once I sort of had the entire process up and going, it's pretty straightforward. Basically, it's just made from a calico fabric, which is an unbleached, you know, all natural sort of unfinished cotton. So it looks almost like a linen blend, except it is dirt cheap because it's what dressmakers and stuff use in order to create their patterns. So obviously it's probably one of the cheapest materials out there and it's unfinished and it's pretty quick to biodegrade as well. So I just thought that was perfect. I had some already in my sewing room from where I was testing out natural dyes and that sort of thing. Obviously that's where my prototyping came from. And once I just started getting the shape right and obviously sizes, I just started chucking plants in it and chucking it in the garden and seeing what it did. It was a bit of a trial and error process, but I got there eventually. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and can you add colors and range of different things to it as well? 
Yeah, definitely. Because it's just a pretty plain colour, I've dyed them pink and purple before. You know, it's just a bit of fun. You can play around with it a lot. Yeah, definitely. And do you sell these? I know the school itself has a co-op shop. Um, do, you, do you sell your products um, within that shop or is it purely through your own channels? How do you go about selling these items? Um, because this product is so new, this is probably the first couple of months where I've actually started to sell a couple. Yep. So, yeah, it's been really a trial and error process. I'm trying to get them into the nurseries at the moment. I've been in contact with clients there. And then I'm in the process of building an online shop as well. So... Yeah, things are happening very quickly. Yeah. And and any luck with um, local nurseries and um, those types of businesses? Yeah, definitely, actually. I was on the phone to a couple during my lunch break at work and I was able to get two orders already. So just... Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And sort of what price per unit would you charge um, one of these biodegradable pot plants at? Yeah, obviously it depends on the sizes because I've got ones that are literally like as big as my pinky and then I've got ones that will probably fit like a tree in them. So yep. it will vary from there. But I said a medium one, it only cost me like 10 cents to make when I was first starting out. So Yeah. And, and what would it, what, what's your resale? What do you sell them at? Um, usually about a dollar or a dollar fifty. And yep. then I'll, I'll change that for bulk orders and things. Yeah, so you offer discounts and those things for the quantity of order now that that's really exciting and and do you envision to sort of undertake any further studies um, post school to further obviously to support your business or is this sort of a side business what's sort of your own learning journey look like for the next couple of couple of years whether it's you know still kook dreams is, is still kicking or other ventures yeah i mean um I've been in school for what feels like my entire life at this point. I feel like I'm a 40-year-old still in year 11. So yeah. I just sort of want to get out of school and see the world and obviously explore my business before I look at university or TAFE or anything like that. So don't really have any plans in that regard, but I'm definitely looking at growing my business. Yeah, no, that's exciting. And um, you mentioned there you're in year 11. Are you going to come back again next year and be a part of the competition and with uh, pitching us a new business idea or...? I would definitely love to, but depends on what comes up and what I can come up with since then. Yeah, for sure. And you never know. It might be um, any further additional products maybe added to the the online store as well. So I know there's plenty of opportunities out there. Um, And I think from my experience, the ability to network is a really important skill. So if you can obviously, you know, go through a range of different channels, you know, possibly, you know, leveraging the school as a marketplace, you've got teachers, you've got parents, you've got your own unity college community. Um, You've got the wider Calandra community. You've got social media. There's a range of different networks out there. It's a matter of just, yeah, building your brand awareness, getting it out there you know, creating your social presence, you know, by the sounds of it, you know, you started taking photos, doing stuff, building an online shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things, things are no doubt busy. Now you're going to get into the actual business aspect. So you've got the product. Now you've got to go and then market it and bring it to life, which yeah, is exactly. the other exciting part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I was talking to a friend the other day, I've got a product now and I've been in development of it for like a year or two now. So I know that it works. I just need to actually build a brand and obviously get a client base. So, it was all easier in my head when I started. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And just, yeah, sometimes I know I've found it's it's good to just to write down the journey. And um, this is the first sort of mentoring session, I suppose, or part of the podcast series anyway. But yeah, we'll, we'll get you lined up with a range of our judges and hopefully you'll learn a couple of things off each of the judges. I know um, you've got a session there with uh, Fuse Agency, so the CEO there, Samantha Brooks, who will definitely give you some advice around marketing, advertising, brand awareness. Um, she's got a quite extensive PR background, so that's where the Sunny Coast um, daily interview came from um, so there's yeah, a range of network opportunities um, we've, we'll hook you up with a, a finance session and a business strategy session with um, Brad Bueller another one of our, our judges um, we'll also set you up with our creative team so in the background of Binnacle obviously Binnacle is the front we've got a web developer um, if you didn't know like our learning management systems all online so that's you know a whole new world of coding and yeah and flow and business development so there's hopefully you'll you'll learn a few things along the way from the people that we put you in touch with and um, yeah hopefully that'll kick start the journey and did you are you thinking of adding a few additional products to the line of current sale or you just sort of zoning in on that sort of niche market or how do you envision to scale this business? Yeah, I know. I've got a bit of an issue where I'll start one project and I'll keep on going with it, but I've got like 20 in the back of my mind already. Yeah. So I'm in development of a couple others at the moment, but obviously it'll take some time, but I'm really looking forward to seeing where obviously this one and a couple more go. Yeah, definitely. And you, are you sort of labor intensive? You, so you do from start to finish, that's 100% you from absolutely everything? Yeah, I know. I'm a bit of a control freak there. Mum's tried to help me before and I'll go, no, what are you doing? So, yeah. you know, I'm definitely the one to stay up until 2am finishing something. No, that's Yeah, I love the hustle and the grind. It's it's an important skill to have but, and that you'll find as the business grows and hopefully you get more clients, you know, you get into other businesses, you know, you take on the conglomerates of Bunnings and those type of organisations as well. Um you know, yeah, so hopefully, yeah, get to a point where you can scale up and you can potentially bring um, additional helpers in or, you know, whether it's, you know, on the books or whatever. Um, but, yeah, definitely a, a line of thought to think about how you can scale it and obviously how like, how long would it take to set up, create a, a biodegradable pot plant, like the covering? About two and a half minutes, if that. Oh, so it's pretty, yeah, pretty quick. So you could... Yeah, if you get a few orders, you can knock a few out fairly quickly. And once you're in yeah. the flow, I suppose, it's mm-hmm. off you go. Definitely. Headphones on, just working. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you have any questions you wanted to ask of me um, in the current time that I could sort of potentially provide a bit of advice on? Or if um, you like? I don't know. I haven't really thought much. All oh, this is still setting in a bit. Yeah, so. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I suppose... Um, Sorry, putting me on the spot here. No, no, I definitely have. Um, I know. What advice would you have for me just going forward with this? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I'd be I'd be sponging as much information from as many people as you can. Um, yeah. What I've found through my experience, like my background, I'm a teacher by trade, mm-hmm. um, and then I migrated to the the vocational training space in the last couple of years. Um, I've owned my own, I've, I run about three businesses, similar to you, a million projects on the go. Just love the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've got 
ripens a fresh business. It's around yeah, marketing, branding, um, creating, essentially helping others and people and businesses try and reach their full potential and um, opening their eyes to the world of digital marketing strategies and digital technologies. Um, it's the way of the future. Zoom, like w- w- what we're on right now, is how you know 95% of business meetings are happening if they're between two locations. Um, obviously, during the COVID response, um, that's not going away. So your ability to connect um, and network is a really important skill and being personable, um, whether that's – and you'll find you'll be probably having to sift through a range of cold DMs, you know, sending a message on Instagram, getting no reply, um, not beating yourself up, going on to the next person, um, and then obviously building your, your, getting your face out there as well. So also think about your own personal branding as well as your business branding. So, you know, having your personal socials along with your business socials, making sure they're, they're consistent and they're up, you know, they're growing um, and you're building your brand awareness that way. Um, you know, pitching to as many people as you can, um, sending emails, cold emails. A lot of it's going to be cold and a lot of it's going to be a bit of grind up front. But, as, you know, as soon as you can get some runs on the board, um, when you get your clients, I'd be asking for some positive feedback or constructive feedback around, product, service, um, what could I improve on? Um, testimonials are, are phenomenal in this current world, um, whether that's – do you have a Facebook page as well? Um, no, I don't actually. Uh, yeah, so Facebook page, Instagram. You mentioned there you got a – is it TikTok as well? That, that's a platform you're currently on? Um, I've got a personal account that I'll probably create a business account on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all those channels like TikTok for your younger generation is massive at the moment. Um, you look at Instagram's like that wow factor, like everything's a little bit um, glorified, I suppose, on Instagram. It's all um, very pretty. It's all, um, what's the right word here? Um, it's dulled up. It's sort of, you know, filtered. It's, you know, it's dialing up your images. So, you've know, got the best quality images and there's a series of apps out there you can use to just sharpen up the quality of images um, engaging in photography by the sounds of you've got a friend there who can provide that assistance. Yeah. yeah, that all just helps grow and then just trying to build your your email list. Um, I know it's an, it's an old saying, the old emails and subscription models, uh, but if you can get a list of clients and, you know, you can put out newsletters and um, emails are really important. And, and probably then you look at the data um, and this is some through my own experience, in terms of a client purchasing a product, someone needs to see your item at least 20 times in the current climate just oh. because we're exposed to so much information. We've got billboards and we're travelling to and from school or work. We've, we see about 30,000 ads per day, like whether that's scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. Um, there's yeah, paid Facebook ads, obviously Instagram, TikTok ads. Um, oh. Yeah, on the news, there's heaps of information out there. So we're exposed to so much. Um, it just be yeah, trying to sift in creating a bit of a niche and finding that route. But yeah, just trying to splash as much information as you can across all those channels. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, it's 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 a, it's a big old world, the business world. But yeah, network collaborations and networking, mm-hmm. um, and whether you know you come to an agreement with some of these nurseries, whether it's you know they take a percentage or you take a percentage, or um, whether you're looking at getting other people to raise capital as well. So yeah. essentially, you know, giving you money to help, you know, start up your website or mm-hmm. uh, I know there's a series of grants too. I'd be probably looking into that a little bit further. Okay. Um, business grants. 
mm-hmm. um, especially because you're quite young. There might be some good opportunities out there. And obviously with COVID response as well, small business is sort of the flavor and people want, they want people, the government wants people back into work and jobs and back, you know, that kicks off the economy. So they're putting a lot of money back into small um, SMEs, which Brad will talk about. So small to medium sized businesses. Yeah. So yeah, possibly explore what grants are out there. Probably a question for him if you, he'd probably had to tell you from that, from a business standpoint. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, my if two takeaways would be networking, collaboration, just uh-huh. growing your social and face-to-face presence. Okay, perfect. Thank you. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun old world, the old business world. And just, and just, you just, you'll just go with ideas and just see where they go. Cause you just, sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. And you might, you might hit a dead, uh, you know, a roadblock, but you'll learn some skills along the way, which are then translatable to the next venture and the next venture. Like yeah. I've had um, successful and unsuccessful businesses, but every skill set I've developed along the way have helped me, you know, I'm, you know, 29 at the moment. So I've, you know, it's helped my development in, in all assets, whether it's teaching or now business um, collaboration. I've got, yeah, another similar to you, um, another million projects in the back of my head that I love to kick off. I just don't, I've only got 24 hours in a day, unfortunately. Yeah. And, but there's, yeah, the world's, the world's your oyster. Get in, give it a crack. Um, another one of our Binnacle alumni says, just get your hands in the mud effectively. Mm-hmm. Get in, try it, test it. If it doesn't work, don't beat yourself up, learn from it, move on to the next opportunity because there will be a stack of them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No worries at all. But yeah, thank you very much for your time. It's great to hear the journey and um, I only wish the best for you. And hopefully we can see you back on Binnacle Boss and hopefully we can catch up in person. Um, I intend to get out to the school. Um, I manage uh, Unity College and I've got a, a number of courses through Binnacle currently operating at, at Unity. So it's exciting and hopefully I can meet you one day and we can mm-hmm. yeah, see where you've come from and see where the journey's at currently. So thank you very much for your time, Millie. Thank you. Thank you.